this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today, we are going to continue our theme with cottagecore decor. I know it's been a stretch, hasn't it? It's been a lot of days. We're on a roll. Today's project, because it is a project, is not going to be done in one day. It's going to be a compilation of days, a process. Hello, my cat just jumped in my face. Hi, Fluffy. Fluffy says hi. I know you want more treats, not right now. She's a tabby and very pushy. We also have a second cat now. Her name is Lydia. We rescued her. But that's another story. She is a little black and white moo cow cat. So, where were we? Oh, yes. Fluffy, don't put your tail near my head. That's not cool. Not cool, man. Not cool. Okay, so, this project will take several days. Several days. But it will be worth it in the end. And once it's complete, you'll be able to put it in a pride place. A place you can be proud of is what I mean. And you really enjoy having it there. The biggest thing will be deciding whether or not you want to mount it on the wall or put it against something on a tabletop. So open up. You're probably excited at this point. Like, what is she making? What are we making? All right. So open up your big book of stuff and turn to the to the culinary project section. Because today, we're going to make a nut house. <laughs> Let's get started. You know, we've had quite a few book sponsors in the last few weeks, but I want to really push this particular uh, author very strongly as she's a very uh very talented young lady and i will say this i haven't seen anything in this genre in detroit and i i am a, i'm from detroit so i i have a, a soft spot for her for jade aurora so let me read the blurb and i really recommend these books if you're into suspense and fantasy and a little bit of horror. Okay, so here we go. Motor City Witches follows Detroit friends Rochelle, Sarai, and Louise as they use their ancestral powers to carve out their place in the world and overcome their adversities. In book one, best friends Rochelle and Sarai learn the mysteries of the craft from their friend Louise, who is a generational witch. Rochelle learns to tap into her divine sensuality and the importance of confidence and self-love. Sarai also learns a huge family secret along the way, as well as the events that led to her fraternal twin sister's suicide at 13. In book two, Young girls have gone missing in Detroit, with one teen girl being found dead. Louise and her friends resolve to get to the bottom of the disappearances 
and bring the perpetrator to justice. Louise also rescues and opens her own home to a young trans woman, Trina. Trina learns to tap into her innate power and learns what a true family is. Rochelle's cousin, Alexis, starts dating an older man who spoils her with expensive gifts and dinners. She is soon led down a dark path of drugs and prostitution. Book one can be found at www.blackgoldpublishing.com Product page, Motor City Witches, The Goddess Within by Jade Aurora. Book two can be found at www.blackgoldpublishing.com Product page, Motor City Witches. I, I, Goddess Awakened by Jade Aurora. And both of these can also be found on Amazon. Digital coffee copies can be found on Kofi. That's K-O hyphen F-I. Or maybe it's Kofi. Not really sure. I haven't heard it pronounced out loud. Oftentimes when we do not pronounce things correctly is because we've never heard them spoken aloud. So please forgive me if I got that incorrect. Both books are for readers 18 and up due to strong language, violence, dark themes, and sexual situations. I do highly recommend these books. I think you'll love them, and I think that she has a bright future ahead, so you definitely want to get involved now so that you're all caught up when I think the third book is going to come out. You never know. These links will be in the description of this episode. Let's get back to the show. So the first thing you're going to want to decide is whether or not you want to create this project in a standardized huge dollhouse or if you want a small dollhouse or if you just want the dollhouse form. You can usually get those at craft stores like Michael's or something and they're about mm, at most a foot high. They're kind of flat and about an inch deep. Those are just like the ones you hang on your wall that have little curios. And if you do that, it's just going to be something to lay flat on your table. So that's not really what we're going for. What we're going for is an actual nut house. So for this to work, you're going to need a wooden dollhouse. But you might not be able to afford that because wooden dollhouses are expensive. And you definitely, if you're going to pay three or four hundred dollars for one you definitely don't want to not make it into an actual dollhouse no you're probably going to have to get a project dollhouse that runs around anywhere between 60 to 70 dollars or you can put one together by joining together with glue or nails or whatever you use several wooden boxes into the shape of a house uh and then um You'll just uh, put some pieces of paneling or something else to make the roof at section. Once this is done, you're going to go over it, sand it, make sure it's really nice. This is if you're making it from scratch. And make sure that 
it's the color that you want it. So if it's you want to keeping it, if you're keeping it rough wood, then it's fine. If not, paint it first. Paint it first. After you paint it, find yourself some really pretty patterns of scrapbooking paper or fabric because what's next is going to make your theme. Ideally, this simple little house shouldn't have more than five rooms. Like seriously, you're not trying to make a huge thing here because you don't want to go overboard. But if it's got a bunch of small rooms or if you just like nuts that much, I'm not the boss of you. You can have as many as you want. So it really comes down to how many different kinds of nuts you're going to have available. Yes, it's actually nuts that we're going to put into this dollhouse. Or rather, this nut house. Believe it or not, there's a lot of different kinds of nuts out there. One might actually have a podcast. Oh, anyway, so you're going to need that, and you're definitely going to need a section for tools. Because if you have a bowl of nuts next to it, which you wouldn't need with this project, you'd have your nut tools in there. But if not, you want to have somewhere on the side of the house to rest your nutcracker and nut picks. Yes, the tools have names. There's the nutcracker and the nut picks. For each of the rooms of the house, you're going to want to decorate that room as if it was an actual room. You can glue in fabric, or you can glue in something like scrapbooking paper cut to size in panels. And I recommend scrapbooking paper. That way you can always replace it with a different theme if you wanted to. Preferably, you would use something that would have decor like pine cones or woods or forest. But it's up to you. I mean, you have your own vision for this. You might just want to go with boldly colored paper which just has one color on it with patterns for others of you you may go with little bitty scenes of animal life it's up to your imagination but each room should be different because each room will have a different kind of nut and what kind of nuts well let's get into that that just as easily as you're making a nut house, you could make a seed house if you believe that people who come to your home may be allergic to nuts, because that is a factor. And if you do make this project, it is vitally important that you warn people if there's peanuts in there by letting them know first before they enter your home, if it's the first time they're there, that you have peanuts in the room of your house so that people don't get an unnatural shock, just in case they're allergic. We have a lot of people who are now allergic to those kinds of things, so it's important to let them know. We want to be kind to our friends, and even our friends' friends, so there's that. But each room of this little house is going to have a small, either bowl or container of nuts. And the reason you're doing this is because that way each room has its own theme. 
it's one of those hospitality projects that you can have in your home. Because if someone's there and they're having a nice time and you don't want to give them candy, you can say, hey, let's go over to the nut house and grab a snack. The eyebrow look alone will be perfect. Nut house? What is she talking about? Now, here's the thing. I am of the belief that when you put nuts that are in the shell on display, they need no other decoration except for a well-appointed simple dish. But for others of you, you may decide to go with those colorful bowls, like those really beautiful ruby red ones that are just big enough to soak your fingers in. Yes, you could definitely put some in there. Now let's get into the kinds of nuts you could use. So the first kind of nut that you might be thinking of is peanuts, but that's not really what I'm looking for for this project. I'm looking for tree nuts because that would go with a theme. Because after all, have you ever heard about people who get squirrels in their houses? They wind up storing their nuts there. That's what this is based on. So it's gonna give you a rustic kind of feel if you do this really well. What you can do is in one house you could put walnuts or in one of the rooms in the house that is and then you can also put into another room pecans you can also put something in the other room that will be exotic like a brazil nut you could put pistachio nuts in another room hazelnuts are always nice but they're also known as filberts Those are not the only nuts you can use, but those are the most popular ones. I love nuts. I just, I, I just, I love them. So I'm just going to tell you. Now, if you're adventurous, you can mix your nuts and seeds. There's nothing saying you couldn't if you wanted to. The important part is they should be shelled. I'm sorry. And I, when I say shelled, I don't mean de-shelled. I mean, they should have their shells intact. The second part you want to keep a good monitoring on that section because if you have any issues with rodents, like during the winter when they come and try to get into your house, that would be a lure. So just, you know, be mindful to always monitor your station. Also, if you have carpet beetles, that will be somewhere they would attack. So again, be mindful and monitor. story of your dollhouse, I always recommend that you put something like acorns. Even if you're not going to eat them, put some acorns up there. It's just a thing. It's just a personal preference. On the outside of your house, you could actually line it with sticks or whatever else you want to make it look for authenticity. But there's another requirement that you have to have. You need to find a figurine with or figurines of squirrels or rabbits or birds or even little uh, ornaments or something like that or little bitty uh, figures from the craft store and put them around or on top of 
or glued to the side of this house. It's like bringing in a little bit of a nature scene into your home. Now, I'm not saying that you're encouraging animals to store their nuts in your home. But it's just a little jokey joke, a little play on that. And it's definitely a conversation piece. There's nothing wrong with another conversation piece. For the tablecloth underneath, I recommend something rustic. But it's up to you. I can't tell you what to do. If you're handy or crafty, you could also make a plexiglass cut to order or even a glass case cover that you could open like a little door to keep the nuts a little bit more sealed away. And again, you could decorate that how you wished. Lastly, if you can make a little sign that says the nut house and fix it to the very top or the nut store or something like that, it would just send it right over the top to being really campy and really cool. If you've made it this far, we've covered all of the whole project, except for where to place it. I recommend putting it on a table. I really do not recommend putting food on the floor, so please don't put it on the floor. That's why I want you to use a smaller dollhouse. You can also attach it directly to a wall if you have a drill or some nails. Just keep in mind, find the studs in the wall so that it will have enough support to hold all those bowls. Make sure you enjoy this project. If it becomes overly do done, then change your mind. I'm not the boss of you. Only do things that bring you joy. And always remember, it's better to have started and not finished than never to start. But it's better to have finished than to never finish and not see what happens. But as my mother used to say, the only thing that beats a fail is a try. Try your hand at this. Let me know how it goes. I think you'll enjoy it. If you really want to go the extra mile, you can make a small pocket on the side, not just for your nut tools, but also for coffee filters. Now you're probably saying coffee filters, why? Because you can pull those coffee filters out one by one at a time and let people gather their nuts and keep them in those. They're biodegradable if you get the biodegradable ones, and they make single-serving uh, little containers. They can carry them around, and when they're cracking their nuts, they can put the shells in there, and they can be scattered outside to, to into your compost pile. I really love sharing things with my friends, and we're friends, right? I hope you'll like this project. I hope you'll go nutty for it. Come on, you knew a mom joke was coming before the end. Don't act surprised. I look forward to seeing you here again next time on My Magical Cottagecore Life.